on in the world of JQs. So I am just going to go over here and I'm going to click a magic button and Jake will appear. Jake, welcome to the show. Hello. Hey, so I understand that um, you might have upset some people in town this week. Is there anything you have to say about that? I'm only here, so I don't get sued. Oh, that's that's awesome. So apparently there was um, some information in an article that you you published that um, didn't sit right with certain people. What do you have to say about that? I am only here, so I don't get sued. That's a that's awesome. Okay, that's good information. Hey, um, do you think any of this that you put out is actually going to come to fruition? I'm only here, so I don't get sued. Folks, you heard it here first. We're on top of everything. Breaking news on the HSP podcast, as always. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the May 4th edition of the Hugh Sport Podcast. May the 4th be with you. Please. I, uh, Come on. I don't like it. I do, I've never liked it. May the 4th be with you. <laughs> that's the 4th. That's the, that's, that looks more like... Like join the well, I was, with, I was with Rod Peterson, and he's a Panther fan, so we were doing the the claw, and I'm like, "What the hell's that?" Rawr, we're Panthers. <laughs> How the hell are you doing, old man? I am doing amazing, absolutely crazy. Um, this week has been one of those weeks where you just kind of, I just got to wake up every morning and pinch myself. Whether it's sitting talking for 20 minutes to Mr. Tim Hunter of the uh, Flames and Canucks alumni. I throw the Canucks in there just because. Because he did play for the Canucks. And then had the opportunity to uh, chat with the, the, the face, the mustache himself, Lanny McDonald, for 15 minutes this week. Had the opportunity to sit and chat with Theo Fleury today and tomorrow I get to sit and talk to Mark Steven. I mean, how, what kind of world do I live in, Jake? I think you're, it's called living the dream. It is, it is. It's a fun little world I'm living in. So what sort of news is out there? Well, we got all kinds of stuff happening. Uh, CFL draft. CFL draft, right. Did you know the CFL draft happened? Honestly, I knew it was happening because of Twitter, but other than that, I had no clue. I heard just literally moments before the show uh, went live that it was actually uh, that it was actually on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, your sound is kind of weird this week, Jake. I don't know if you're you're um, not plugged in properly, or um, I'm hearing you. It's kind of tinny for me. I don't know why. You Let should me see. Find out. I don't know. Maybe move the mic closer to you. Here I am giving giving the pro the tip. Hey. No, it'd be helpful if uh, uh, our lovely program. That's better. Right microphone to use. Ah, there you go. That sounds way better. Thank you, sir. So yeah, um, TSN came out, or uh, I guess it was Three Down Nation came out and said gave the viewership for the CFL draft, which was broadcast on the main TSN, one of the main TSN channels. They had a whopping 
a whopping, incredible, crazy 25,000 people watching the show. Now, in their defense, they were up against the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs Panthers game number one. So I get it. Not too many people are going to watch the CFL draft when there's a hockey game on. Wasn't it happening during the day? I thought that, I thought it was happening. Hey, Jake, I'm trying day. to help them out here. But no, 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 no. You have it during the day on a Wednesday, Tuesday. Was it day? Yeah, I guess it was during the day. Yeah, sure. So you have it during the day on a Tuesday. You're probably very proud that you're getting twenty five thousand viewers on a well, on a sports network that is pure hockey reruns normally during those hours. Well, it was funny because I was. Um, I was asked what my thought on it was. And I said, I don't think it's a TSN issue. I think it's a CFL issue. Uh, CFL doesn't build up the draft the way the NFL does. The NFL, I mean, it's the, the talk for months and months leading up to the draft. The CFL, it's the talk of nobody except maybe the GMs of the and the owners of the team. Other than that, it's pretty much... It's a non non story to most people that um, follow the CFL. <coughs> we always there talk about like teams. there was some teams that had um, draft parties. Uh, the Riders had a draft party. I think Winnipeg and I believe one other team that I know. I think it might have been Hamilton. Could have been Ottawa that had a draft party. And um, cool, but but we we always talk about the NFL draft being this big thing. Yeah, and, and like this multi-day event, and it's only been 13 years that it's been in primetime TV. For the other 30 years, it was exactly the same as the CFL draft was. It wasn't an event until I was in, I was 17 when it became an event. But the CFL pushed that and made it an event. The NFL did. The NFL, sorry, yes. Yeah, but it wasn't, oh no, we lost the old man. The NFL draft wasn't a big thing until the NFL was also larger than life. The NFL had so much uh, groundswell that you couldn't, anything you put on about the NFL was getting views. And that's how the NFL draft moved to primetime. That's how they got um, they got their start. I believe the old man is back. Welcome back, old man. Gosh, I hate when that happens. You hit a button? I didn't. I didn't. Okay. It's, I, a, it's sure. I'm telling you, it's the computer gremlins. I they don't think come they in and they fudge with me. I don't think they do. So I don't it know if is. you heard. I don't know if you heard what I was saying, but not a the word. Reason the reason the I was talking that whole time. You when I was away, I I put out like the best freaking clip, and nobody heard it. So the reason the NFL draft was able to move to primetime was because it was already must see TV. By the well, time 2010. And that's what I was saying when nobody heard me is because the NFL made it a big freaking thing. The NFL well, built this big freaking, they're all about building things big, making them bigger than they are. Really, the draft isn't that a big deal. Really, it's not uh, that big of a deal. The, I would argue, well, I, I would the, argue in the NFL, the draft is way bigger of a deal than it is to the CFL. It's got to be the most boring TV to watch. Uh, come on, you have you, they get an announcement, you, and then they and then the freaking people who've probably never played the game 
talk about it for for four hours and then we get another pick and then the people talk about it for four hours and then we get another pick you obviously have never watched an nfl draft then it's an event i can honestly say i haven't (laughs) they they build storylines it's like people who 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 are just listening uh we're huge wrestling fans it's a wrestling storyline event where they've got these guys who have they collect all the ones who should be built it into that it wasn't the broadcasters that built it the broadcasters built it. Now, come on. Yes, ESPN would not exist if the NFL didn't allow them to exist. And the ESPN NFL built... is a marketing machine. Yeah, the CFL doesn't even know how to spell marketing. Well, that's think about it. Try... Well, they have, the spell it in... they have to spell game day experience in most arenas. They have to spell it in. They have to spell it twice: once in English and once in French. It takes up a lot of. Uh... Takes a lot of uh, personal personnel to do that. It's true. Very politically incorrect, Jake Hughes. It is not. It's You're actually just more politically the ship this week, aren't you? It's actually it's technically more politically correct. <laughs> I'm including the French yeah. and the English. You the say Spanish including uh, the French, like including the French. They're a different breed. I'm including the French. <laughs> Oh. I mean, that's what the Allies did in World War II. We... Yeah, we'll take on the French too, I guess. <laughs> We've gotten sidetracked very much here. <laughs> Where did that come from? That's <laughs> what we did in World War II. We included the French. Oh my God, we're going to get banned. <laughs> you, I can hear it now. The U Sports, <laughs> sports, <laughs> sports Podcast. <laughs> Gets banned across all, all, <laughs> all streaming devices. Cause Jake said, oh. "Holy crap! I'm I'm gonna change my last name before you kill us. Oh. <laughs> You're gonna have like freaking big targets on our chests. What what will it be? Hughes? <laughs> you turn French? Oh my goodness! Anyway, <laughs> for those that are still listening and haven't <laughs> clicked off the dial yet." I don't know why you're still listening. <laughs> and Jake disappeared. I think we broke Jake. I think Jake is broken today. So as I was saying, the CFL needs to take a marketing lesson. And that's where it starts. Without them marketing it, there's nothing to show. But they need to build a show around it. I don't, don't disagree, but they can't. They can't. They can't. TS- TSN, put it on the air. That's all they need to do. And no, no, they, the- no, it's not just put it on the air and TSN puts up their hands and they're done. No, 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 no. TSN needs to have the personalities, the people, they need to build those storylines. You think the NFL, you think... Roger Goodell's office is coming up with the storylines for the broadcasters. Yes, a hundred percent. Each team th- is feeding. Each team is feeding those broadcast. Trust me. Trust oh, me. Yeah, no, each team is feeding those broadcasters a hundred percent. But so it's so up are to the, the league to build those storylines. It's not up. No, to- it's not. It's up to TSN. If the CFL would start marketing the best, they can't market it. They're stuck by TSN. 
again, folks, for those who are just listening, you're missing three quarters of the show. You've got to watch the show. Because sometimes I just, I have nothing more to say. And I have to just throw my arms in the air. It's like talking to a... I can't say the word because it's 2023 and I'll get in trouble with saying that word. I don't even know which word you're going to go with, but... Starts with an R. Don't be no, we don't be no. (laughs) This is the most off-the-rail shows we've had yet. (laughs) Has anybody ever tried this red truck beer? (laughs) Not a sponsor. We'll make him a sponsor. (laughs) So what was your point with the CFL and marketing? Was there one or just that they don't do it because they're stuck by TSN? Listen closely. And I've said it hundreds and hundreds of times. We have had this discussion. I'm going to slap you upside the head in a second. We've had this discussion so many times. The CFL does a horrible job at marketing. Don't give me their handcuffed by the by TS, the TSN contract. They can still do other marketing. They can force teams to uh, send out players to different podcasts and build this build or even not even podcasts let's leave pod they could send uh, players out to high school uh, ball games high school practices guess what they're not doing that anymore it's just not happening that players aren't not, interested so that's where the it. league needs to step in and say chop chop look guys we're having a problem filling our freaking stadiums we need to do something this is what we're going to do. We're going to, A, create a game day experience. Right now, come on, me and you, we've been to how many games at McMahon Stadium? The yeah. game day experience sucks at McMahon Stadium. And they have the best pregame experience probably in the league with the tailgating. And we've been there. We lots of times go down early to take in all the experience. They sometimes have bands playing. But the game day, the actual game itself, the game experience Lacks but excitement. Now, you say you say there's excitement about like the 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 tailgating. Yes, that's not ex- no. I'm sorry, it's not. Maybe for maybe for the demographic of what the CFL is. What? Yeah, it's not. It's not fun to go walk around and see what other people are cooking and talk about their lives and. <laughs> well, I don't care about that. Sit and uh, when you have a tailgate party. Or, I don't know, have you ever been down when they've had a band down in the grass area? And you get to sit in the chairs, the sun is shining. They do it once a year. Life is good. But they do it once a year. Do that for every game. Well, that's what I'm getting at. But then they have to make the experience at the game better. I'm just going to talk about McMahon Stadium because that's where the games we go to because we live here in town. Even though we're Lions fans, we still live here in town. Remember Wait, the experience. Can you repeat that line again? I'm going to slap you. No, no, it's it's for a point. That we live here in town? Yes, which town? The town that we live in. Which, which town do we live in? Calgary. Thank you, thank you. Just okay, you, you were making a point there for something, yep. which really, really scares me, folks. Anyway, um, we have fun on outside the arena, outside the stadium. I enjoy it. You have a good time. Stop making faces at me. You have a good time. That's why you like going down early. When so do then I? We go, then we don't. You start with me. Let me finish my thought. Then we go into the stadium. They have literally. They have out fucking houses. Out houses. 
to use for a bathroom because their bathrooms aren't big enough. They have outhouses. They have a whole row of porta potties. No, so but okay. But just so then you go and you you to get your ten dollar beer and your twenty dollar hot dog and you go and sit down, and they announce the they start to the announcement of the players coming on and all literally this is what you hear. Yep, they, 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 yeah, yeah. No, no, please, no. It's an audio podcast. Right. That's, that's but that's being years. fixed. That's being fixed. Well, it's been two years that that's being fixed. They took the giant speaker down from the center, which was better than what they have now. The no. last two years, I go to every game. I sit at the 55-yard line. You ask anybody around me, we sit 55-yard line, yes, five but- rows behind the stamps bench. You ask anybody within earshot of my seat yes. what that guy said, and we all do the same. Like, we don't hear it. We can't okay, hear no, the sideline announcements. We can't hear anything. That's, that's fine. You don't need to hear them. You're a season ticket holder. You know what's going on. The speakers themselves, that they're, they're replacing the big one in the middle, right? They're, Parent, the, where the where these speakers are later. right now. It's been two seasons without that speaker. Okay. Think about that. This is supposed to be a professional league. Did someone should tell McMahon Stadium that that that's not a professional stadium because it's I mean besides the bathrooms which I I think is a uh, porta potties. No, they have bathrooms that you can use. Yeah, that you wait um, over a quarter to get into. I've never had an issue going to the bathrooms of McMahon ever. Sit and wait, crossing my leg, going oh I got the pee pee dance going. So. The argument is that we need to fill the stadium more. That obviously. But the bathroom situation isn't good enough. So obviously there's too many fans for the infrastructure they have at McMahon. That's why they bring in porta potties. Yeah, so but you see you're contradicting yourself here. You're saying that there's there, we don't have enough fans. I didn't but, say anything about not enough fans. I didn't even talk about not enough fans. You you Go back. Oh, we've been doing, we've been doing this enough. for we've been doing this for five months now, almost. In a week, it'll be five months. I can go back and count how many times you said we need more people out at the at the football games. Well, that's every single episode you've talked about. I'm I'm talking. I didn't say it this episode. That's not the point I'm making. I'm talking about the game day experience. What do? That's what I'm trying to get at. What do okay. toilets have to do with a game day experience? Nothing. Yeah, they have lots of beer. Actually, that's the most easily findable thing that you can find every man. Try to find something to eat. That's a completely different story. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, let me let me rephrase that. Find something good to eat. <laughs> Just leave the state. <laughs> now, I'm picking on Calgary, obviously, because I live here and I hate them. I'm not a big fan of their stadium. But it's I also because you go to the go games. To, I, I had the opportunity to go to IG Stadium in Winnipeg uh, Thanksgiving of last year. It was a mean-nothing game to Winnipeg. They were playing, I think, Edmonton. Yeah, I think it was Edmonton they were playing. Mean-nothing. The excitement and the freaking pure energy in that stadium was amazing. Now, turn on the TV and uh, watch a Toronto game. But what is... 
turn on a TV and watch a Hamilton game. Turn on turn on the TV and watch a Winnipeg game. It's exciting. No, it's it does, the excitement the does crowd not come noise through. even in that you get picked up on the TV from a Winnipeg game or back in the day. Well, yeah, it's still a Saskatchewan game is way different than or even a BC game now is way different than what you pick up from the other five teams in the league. I might be maybe and why I'm, is that a new well, arena, a fan experience? It's about inside the stadium game experience go to an nfl game it's not right. just the game that they they promote it's the experience of being at an nfl game there's all kinds of crap happening nba the game is almost secondary to the entertainment around it right it's it's the excitement of being there in the game day experience go to a nascar event the race is on, but it's the, it's the experience that people are looking for. You don't get that with a CFL properly. See, and I'm I'm going to disagree with you. I went to an NBA game this, like in January. I've never been. And it's no different than going to a So I was game. just making shit up. It's no different than going to a CFL game. There's excitement outside the arena. Once you first walk in, there's excitement. And then you go to your seats and you sit down and that's where the excitement is. You get, don't get me wrong, with NBA, much like um, hockey, the action is fast. So you have yes. to be paying attention. Yes. Football, you have a lot more time to fill. Now, is that because the stadiums are too big? Because we're not drawing enough people? Or is it because halftime show is a dog chasing Frisbees? There's so many things to fix in the CFL. But I don't think marketing on a mass scale is the CFL's fault because of the contract. What do you think, how do you fix, if you're king for the day, how do you fix CFL? TSN. You have five channels. You have five channels and you're playing Sports Center on three of them. You're doing curling on another one and you're doing Ultimate Frisbee on, on, on TSN 5. So what is Give that me, for the CFL? I don't understand. That's, Sorry. that's, what, that's what they're doing right now. That's okay. what they're doing right now. You've got three channels where it's all just the same. Why do I need five TSMs? Why do you Give need me a CFL check. What? Why do you need five sports nets? Sportsnet actually has it difference. You have Sportsnet West, Sportsnet Pacific, Sportsnet East, Sportsnet Ontario, and Sportsnet 360, which is their, their national program. Right. So you have all these different programs, which have specialized shows talking about each individual team. If I want to listen to about the Canucks, I tune into Sportsnet Pacific. Yep. Right? So we have four games a week. Four games a week. I don't even care about the games. The game, their game day experience is not going to change. the The CFL is is pretty set on their terrible formula, which is what do you want TSN to promote the C, for the CFL. Everything you should be having, you should be having because you're the only person who can hold the rights and air the game. You should have player interviews. You should have exclusive stories. Every week we get stories about the NFL storylines that are going on. Yep. Why don't we have any from the CFL? Do you think it's not the CFL's not trying to build storylines? I think don't... you're in, I think you're insane if you if you're sitting there and you're saying that T, that the CFL is like, "Oh, we'll, we'll just sit here and do, let TSN do whatever they want." That's exactly what they're doing. And I disagree. They're I guarantee they're going TSN gave us a check and we're counting our money. $1, $2, $3, 4. $5. No, not even not even close. I guarantee you they're they're not marketing. 
When's the last time you've seen a CFL marketing uh, game or any of uh, a marketing Where would you plan see or an event Where or anything you... put on by the CFL? Where would you see it? You could put it anywhere. How about, hold it, hold it. We talked about this last week. Yep. How about build a fucking app? Uh, okay. Yeah, cool. What, what are you going to do with, what, what marketing is an app going to do? If you're not putting in front of the audience that you then, signed up for. Then, as a CFL, you could put out content. Put out content on your, your what, how do you think NFL built it? They didn't, they built it and then they came. They didn't came and then they built it. They built it and then they came. So yes. they built content. If the NFL was starting to market the way they did way back when, now they would be putting out content on their on the, their um, TikToks and their they would have their own programming. The CFL, why can't they do a like a pod CFL podcast? They do. That they could put out. Each team has their own podcast. No, I'm talking CFL, like as a whole. How cool would that be? The NFL does it. The NFL has the NFL podcast, I'm sure. I'm sure I could probably find it. No, they oh, have different personalities. Folks, 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 folks. Hands up. Hands up who realized just in that second Jake went, oh, fuck, I've talked myself. No, what are you talking about? I can't talk myself. What up. are you talking about? What's the biggest <laughs> podcast? What's the biggest podcast you can think of that's sports related? Pat McAfee. Is Pat McAfee the NFL? That's not what no, I was going to say. McAfee. They don't sign my paycheck. <laughs> Pat McAfee is the source for NH- for NFL news. Where did Aaron Rodgers go when he said he was he wanted to play for the Jets? To wasn't to the NFL. Room. Wasn't to ESPN. It was to the silent room. <laughs> now that's how he found where he was going to go. Oh, sorry, he I announced it. On the Pat McAfee show, which has no affiliation with the NFL. So knowing, so if you're the CFL and you yep. know TSN isn't doing a good job at promoting your product, yes. wouldn't you work, uh, try to work with the CFL or sorry, the TSN, or wouldn't you go, okay, we're going to do a bit better at promoting ourselves. They don't, Jake, But how? I can guarantee how, you, you, I can look you in the eye and say, they don't do it. I know I've been... <laughs> But when, when you yeah, say, say promoting yourself, what, but, what do you mean? Build some excitement. How? Build it. How? They'll come. How? 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 Where are you putting this content out? That's okay. what I'm not Let's understanding. Let's go back to what we originally were talking about. CFL draft. Yep. If the CFL wanted to do something and make it big, yep. like big, they would put on a party for the draft. They would go to IG Stadium. Winnipeg Arena, whatever, because it kind of might be cold at IG Stadium this time of the year. Yeah. They'd go to a indoor stadium and make it an event. Build because... it up. Have a party. Put a band in there to start and like make it a, a festival. Make it a buildup like they do for Grey Cup. Make it a festival and... instead of a week. Make it like three days long. Same with the CFL Combine. Make it an event. Make it so people want to consume the product. Right now, nobody wants to consume the product because nobody knows how good it is. So nobody can. No one wants to consume the product because it's stuck on one channel group. It's I agree. stuck on TSN. So, as a marketing person, as I am, yes, we, you we need to build it, and they'll come. 
You can't sit back what and just you... oh, TSN isn't doing anything. So when are we supposed to do? We can't do anything because TSN. No, you actually go out and you say, you know what? Whether TSN is going to broadcast this or not, we're going to make this an event in a different city every and year. And so lose... I'm talking combine now. And this is where it starts is the combine because then you could build the excitement. I don't think so. I think the draft is uh, the draft is a bigger draw than the combine. It, oh, hundred percent. But listen to what I'm saying. You start with the CFL combine, build it into things where you can literally put content out, building to the draft, so people get to know these players, and then draft day, the week before, you build it up. You send these players out so, to do interviews. You you get your GMs on the air. You you do things, and it doesn't all have to be done through TSN. You could do this through radio. You could do this through live programming. Well, TSN owns radio stations, so they're not going to allow talent to go onto radio stations that isn't approved. That's not true. This, the, every team has the right to send. They can. TSN doesn't uh, does not own um, QR QR seven seventy. Yet they can have players come on there, so that's just not that's just not a fact. So, having said that, build it up, and then all of a sudden people are going, "Oh, did you hear the CFL? Tra- oh, did you hear? Oh, and then TSN's got to go. Oh shit, there's some interest here. We went from twenty five thousand, and we aired it this week. We aired it this year, and there was seventy five thousand. Holy crap! Maybe if we do a little bit of promotion next year." Let's talk to see. So, let's talk so to the want, league and see what we can work with them and see how we can build it. All so of a sudden, we get a million people watching the draft. Okay, let's calm down now. But you know what I'm saying. You know where I'm getting going to. The here. so you you want the league that's already hemorrhaging funds to lose money for a couple years to build this up. That's what you're. That's what that's your plan. It can't be this difficult. When you're talking. When you're talking putting on a huge event like this, it is. You get, you don't, you would get a sponsor. You'd get Twisted Tea. Oh, look, they helped with the Grey Cup. How about they help with the But why, why, correct, Twisted Tea helped with the Grey Cup. Why would they help with the Grey Cup? Because they get put on TV in front of 850,000 people. So you're not going to charge them the same amount as you would to to start with. Yeah, so we just spent 30 minutes talking about the CFL. Yeah. Which amazes me. And it just shows you there's a market out there for it. Build it, they will come. You, you keep start, saying that, but next. you're not building anything. Next. No, next. I'm not letting no, I'm not letting build this go. The brand. You keep, build you're building brand. the brand. What brand? The CFL is an established brand. But it's, you got to build Merge it. Merge with the hey. XFL. Maybe that's a different brand. You and I know the CFL really well. Yes. Come on. Go talk to one of your your friends and get them to mention, name all eight CFL teams. They probably know all eight CFL teams. You know what I'm getting at. Why are you being difficult today? Is it like I'm not, I'm, I'm just... you got a burr stuck up your butt today? Is there something bothering you that you need to get off your chest? <laughs> I'm only here so I don't get sued. Speaking of Sue and being sued, uh, the SFU court case. Oh, way to get me wire, wound up and then put SF, SFU in front of me. You, Jesus. Uh, 
you uh, dropped a bombshell on me. I've been a bit busy this week with other things um, about the SFU court case. Yeah, I'm just going to go to the to the little Twitter machine here. Uh, of course, I went off it. Um, foreign Lology kind of um, went off. I'm actually going to grab the tweet because it's kind of important. Um, as everybody knows, Farhan is a um, SFU alum. Um, and he's been spearheading a lot of the communication um, behind what's happening with SFU. And as everybody knows who listens to this podcast, um, five or six players took um, the uh, university to court to try to get them to reinstate the football game, uh, program after it was shut down. So two days ago, so that would have been on the 2nd, which would have been Tuesday. Tuesday. Monday they went to court and it came out in court proceedings yes, um, on Monday that um, SFU Athletics, so the, um, the athletic department within SFU, um, made a claim that the University of British Columbia Thunderbirds did not want to play SFU football. So what basically they're saying is there's no use putting a team on the field because nobody wants to play them. That's kind of what they were insinuating. Uh, Farhan received a call first thing Tuesday morning to emphatically deny this claim. UBC is absolutely willing to, to play and even practice with the SFU in 2023 if the program's reinstated. So now they're in court. Here's this, and we talked about it last week on how every time they have an opportunity to do something correctly, they fumble the ball. It's like, it's, it's like having Flutie throw me the ball and I'm wide open sitting at the one yard line and I fumble the ball. It, we lose the Grey Cup. It's insane to me that they would go to court so ill-prepared and say, oh, well, nobody wants to play with us. That's why we can't have a football league. Come on, get your act together. It's so embarrassing for such a prestigious 65-year-old program to be doing this. 65-year-old, they're they're not 65. They they started in 1965. Um, So 50-plus years. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. I don't, again, we talked about it. Um, I, I don't know um, what the outcome's going to be um, from this court case. Um, yeah, we've, we've talked about this all sorts over the last month and a bit. And I, I, I said last week, I don't know where else, what else I can say, what else there is to say. It's, yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't know where it's going to go. I don't know how they rectify it. Um, everybody at SFU now is pointing fingers at the other person. Uh, they're saying it came from the athletic director. The athletic director saying, no, it came from above. You don't cancel the athletic director doesn't cancel a football program. No, I I would uh, go out on a limb and say the athletic director may want the football program. 
just gonna throw that out there. But um, yeah, it, it's it's silliness. It's it's getting into just pure and un, unadulterated silliness. And I really hope somewhere down the road, somehow in the next month, next week or so, somebody with a freaking half a brain at SFU can half a brain at SFU. Isn't that a stupid thing to say? This is a, like, this isn't some private college. This is Simon Fraser University for fudge sakes. What do you make that face for? And so it's like these people are supposed to be the, the most intelligent of the intelligent. Apparently not. I mean, this was at one point the most prestigious school in Canada to, for football because they were the only NC2A school in Canada, period. I mean, they so, didn't do well in the NCAA-2. But, but it doesn't matter. They were there. It, it Honestly, it doesn't matter because... You, on your resume, for no matter where where you go, if you go play in the CFL, if you go play in Europe, if you go down to the USFL, the XFL, you'll forever be an NCAA athlete. Yes. Hell, if you never Which play football, be if you never play football outside of college, you are an NCAA athlete. Yes, and that's, I, that's a big thing for people. Like, I agree. Um, I agree. Speaking of big things, oh. Is this something we want to talk about, or was this something that um, I wrote down because we were discussing it right before the show? <laughs> like I'm supposed to read your freaking um, CEBL was that was that a discussion point, or was that us just talking? I think that was more of us just talking. But the CEBL, for those who don't know what it is, is the um, Canadian Elite Basketball League. We have the Calgary Surge here in town. Uh, their brand new season. Opener will be May 27th. I was talking with the owner of the CEBL, or sorry, the Calgary Surge, not the owner of the league, but the Calgary Surge. And he really impressed the hell of me. That's why I kind of would bring it up to you, Jake. The fact that they're playing out of the Wind Sport Arena here in Calgary. It's a 3,000-seat arena. And they've already sold out their first home game. You can't get a ticket for their home game, for their original game. They've sold over 1,000 season tickets in a 3,000-seat arena. Pretty cool, pretty cool, and it's it's not like they're giving these tickets away. These, they're they've priced them properly, so um, I'm looking forward to seeing how this league grows. And I mean, basketball is big. I'm not a huge basketball fan, but um, it's going to be it's going to be interesting. Well, they just announced, or I guess last month announced um, that TSN is going to broadcast uh, a game of yes. the week. Yeah, um, which is huge because. I mean, I've heard that they, that Calgary was getting a, a CEBL team. Yep. Um, but I'm not a huge basketball fan. Yeah. Finding out that they're finding out that the league is is at that point where they're getting a game on TSN. That's that's a big step for a, a newer league. Yeah, exactly. they've only been around for five years. Well, and I mean they're a ten-team league, so there's five East, five West, balanced schedule which we kind of giggled at because we had talked about the CFL prior to that. Um, it seems like it's going to be a pretty cool, um, it's going to be cool. I'm looking forward to um, seeing it, um, watching it, seeing how it runs. Um, it'll be cool. Well, and just looking at their pricing chart, like for what they consider silver seats for courtside, you're looking at a hundred bucks a, game, a seat. Yeah. That's like not say, bad. 
it's i mean but they're not what i'm saying is they're not like 20 bucks like it's not no. like uh you're gonna go and get cheap cheap and i'm seat. sure there and i'm sure there are some cheap sheet cheap sheets cheap <laughs> seats easy for me to say that you can go and get if you want to take the family out oh yeah and the cool thing is like you've been to uh windsport arena uh not in years okay so about, you've got a kind of a not, courtyard out front last the last time i was at windsport it wasn't called windsport oh really yeah, it was still it was still just COP. So they have a courtyard out front, and what they're doing is they're going to put it, make it a game day experience. Go figure. And they're going to have like a beer gardens out front with a band plan over on the side. They're going to have food trucks, uh, face painting for the kids. They're going to have merchandise tent set up, sponsor tent set up. It's going to be an event within it, which is yeah. really. Um, uh, I think the way to build the excitement around something, because all of a sudden people your age, and that's who they're trying to attract. They're not trying to attract old farts like me, no. but on a Friday night, how cool would it be to let's go watch a basketball game? It's a party. Well, yeah, I, I was going to say, I honestly, I'm looking at tickets right now and it's like the game on Saturday. That's the, that's a home opener. There's a game on a Friday. Literally, as I, as we were talking, let's look at seats. It's loading. I don't even care if they're good seats. I just want to yeah. look at like, well, three thousand seat arena. You can't really have a bad seat. No, <laughs> right. Twenty seven dollars is the cheapest ticket. Yeah, like I say, it's if it, it, they've priced if I was it to, correctly. If I was to go out with my friends, yeah, anywhere and say twenty seven dollars entry. Beers as as the earth. That's a pretty good deal for an event. Yes, exactly. I mean, courtside for the hundred. Did you say a hundred bucks for court uh, front front courtside for, seats? No. So, uh, um, silver courtside, which is the outer areas of the outside. Okay, hundred bucks a game. That's still nothing. What, what is it when you if you sit right on the floor? They're sold out. Yeah. Cool thing is, if you're sitting down there, you don't have to get out of your seat. Waitress comes, bring brings you your drinks, brings you your yeah. food. It's they they've done it correctly, so um, good on them. I'm looking forward to seeing um, where it goes and how it goes, but good on them. Yeah, no, I I think it's a, a great idea. Yeah, like um, I say, I'm sure you and I will want to. I'm not a huge basketball fan, but you and I will I probably go. Let's go take in a game. I was just saying, I have friends that are basketball fans that they'll be yeah. like, hey, it's a it's a Friday night. We got nothing to do. A Saturday night, we got nothing to do. Let's go catch a game. Sure, exactly. it's 50 bucks even for medium seats. Great. Big deal. Um, speaking of things done right, viewsports.ca, you can check us out. We have uh, all sorts of articles and, and uh, editorials. Articles? Did you say there's articles on viewsports.ca? There is. Uh, you wrote an article recently on viewsports.ca. Did I? Yeah, about uh, something we keep hammering over and over and over. and Tired of it. So, and, and for me to be like, I'm just so exhausted with this story of F's at, we're talking SFU, obviously folks, it's just like, holy crap, like get your shit together already. But yeah, I did an article, old man ramblings, go to hughesports.ca. I'm not going to burn the town down like other people did, but uh, it's a good read. Uh, yeah, it was a good read. Yeah. One of the, one of the few articles that as I was uh, seeing if there was any edits, I was like, oh, this is actually pretty interesting. Let me read this. Wow. Thanks buddy. Um, Talk about a other... backhanded slap in the head. 
Let's talk about the AHL Calder Cup playoffs. The, the Abbotsford Canucks. Wranglers. Two to it's one the for the Wranglers. Canucks. Well, I, I said I was in the middle of saying Abbotsford Canucks and you came in with Calgary Wranglers. So, oh, okay. Um, sorry. I walked in. Um, Wranglers hold a two to one series lead and a best of five. So Is it a best? I was wondering if it was five or seven. Best of five series. So they um, go three, five, seven? Three, five. Three five five seven. Oh, is it? I think it's three five five seven. Okay. I could be wrong. It cool. could be three five seven seven. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, the I'm assuming uh, tonight because no game Friday. Friday night. Okay. The, the, the game yesterday, which I'm assuming you did not watch. No. Was actually honestly, I, and I and I say this sort of surprised because I haven't watched a lot of AHL hockey. It's good hockey. Like I, I know it's. I know it's a step below the NHL. So you expect so, it to be good hockey. I no, I expected it to be worse than it is. Oh, really? It's fast pace. It's guys trying. It's it's nonstop action. Sorry, I, I'm giving you the eye because I just looked up thinking of hockey and I just looked up the score in the Panthers-Leaf game. Well, hold on to that because that's the next that's the next subject we're going to talk okay. about. Um. Yeah, so the um, the Canucks have host the next two games. So far, every team that has won has been the home team, because the Wranglers decided, because it's only a five game series, to host the first two games, and then be on the road for the next three. So we have a game. Oh, they get that. They get to choose that because they fit. They're the top seed. They got to choose. Either you guarantee to host two. Or you get to um, get three at home. So they took three at home. No, oh. the Wranglers. The Wranglers took two at home. So games last week, uh, the game Friday and Sunday, I believe it was, were in Calgary. Now the and next three, the Wednesday game, the Friday game, and the Sunday game. So the like the one that just happened yesterday, Friday and Sunday. If it goes that far to Sunday, are in Abbotsford. Oh, interesting. Interesting so way to do that. They, yeah, they choose. They they give the higher seed the option to choose. Why would like? Why would you choose? I guess two you're not going to win it in games. two. You can't win in two, so you're guaranteed two home games. If you sweep, I guess so because you're guaranteed two home games. If, if you, you take... sweep, which the which the Wranglers were the best team in the AHL, they figured this was should have been a pretty easy game or a and pretty so easy they, series. They they win one away. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Um, a cool way Ho- to do that. Hoaglander, um, a, a name the Vancouver Canucks are very familiar with, has yeah. just been on fire this playoffs. He looks like an NHL player playing in the AHL, which I think is great. Um, and there's some some names that I have had never heard of playing in the AHL, like career AHLers, that are just stepping up in, in big plays. Um, uh I mean, uh, Wolanin, I don't know if you remember that name. He was playing on the defensive, uh, like a defensive pairing uh, with yeah. the Canucks at the end of the year. Scored a beautiful goal where he just fired it on net from the point, um, waiting, looking for a tip, and ended up going, off, I believe, off of um, Wolf's stick up over his shoulder and in. That's how hard of a shot he fired it. Wow. Um, so it's just, it, it's super fun hockey, and if you are in the Abbotsford area, go support the team on Friday. I saw pictures and videos of Wednesday and it wasn't even, it was barely half full and it felt like a playoff environment. 
it's a that's Wednesday a, that game. That surprises me. It's a Wednesday game for the yeah. AHL playoffs. True. Where enough. if we lost that, if the if Abbotsford, I say we, if Abbotsford lost that game, what's we? It's we're, over. We're a Canuck fan. Come on. That, yeah, I that I mean that's BC Lions. There it is. There you go. We'll figure it out one day, folks. Speaking of the NHL, the NHL playoffs. Wow. We're into round two. What the fudge Leafs? Holy. Um, I watched the first period at um, uh, the local casino down the road with uh, Mr. Peterson and Mr. DuPont, um, Darren and Rod. And it was kind of fun because freaking Toronto came out that first period. I don't know if you watched that first period, but holy fuck. Holy fudge. There was like 40 hits. In the first period, 16 to 14. In the first period alone, I think... Um, That's 30. 30 hits. No, there was 40. It was 24 to 16. 24 to... It was 40. 24 That's to 16, insane. sorry. Uh, 24 being for Florida. Um, shots on net. I mean, I think there, I think Toronto had, uh, for, on the in the first period, you could check this stat, but I, I want to say like 20 shots on net or more um, to their five. Like it was insane. Um, they were all over them. They were playing well. Um, and then an incredible pass from behind the net to, for the Panthers to get within one. And then I had to come home because I had to do the show. And so on the way home, of course, I'm listening to um, Sirius XM radio and listening to the game. And within the first, I think, 54 seconds, Panthers scored two in the second period. The game's now over. 3-2 Panthers. Uh, oh, no, no other goals were scored. To come out that strong and then just to fall apart, two, both goals were just blatant giveaways, so the um, announcer said. Uh, one by Matthews and one by, I forget who else. Um, it was a prominent player on the lease, and it was just like a total turtle. Um, it was turtle. We haven't talked about turtle in years. Um, it was, a, I'm still like Leafs fans must be like crying in their soup. No, um, I don't think so. At least, I mean, they already planned the parade. They got past the first round. They're untouchable now. Gotcha. Florida, Florida was going to be a cakewalk. Totally fine. No problem. Yeah. Don't need to worry about Florida. I mean, the team that just beat the statistically best team the NHL has ever seen. I think Florida has a good chance here to be the if, Cinderella if, dark horse of the total they, of the complete playoffs. If they beat Toronto, they should be the odds-on favorite to win. Can you imagine how? I don't know. Maybe it won't be loud. Can you imagine how loud FLA uh, Live Arena will be uh, for Game Three with eight thousand fans because they try to stop. They tried to stop a fan base that wanted to come. It makes no sense to me. You have no fan base that lives in Florida. Your Floridians that want to come watch the hockey game, let me tell you something. They have Canadian credit cards. It's it, we're gonna we're not gonna allow them to come into the stadium because they don't cheer for our team. But but sir, they're gonna sir, they're gonna charge we, we can charge them double the price. I don't want them to come into my arena because they're not cheering for my team. Who who do you think came up with these ideas? Like who in their right minds thinks this is a good idea? I'm not sure. 
it NHL owners? Is it NHL marketing departments? Who comes up with these ideas? To me, when I heard it, I went, can they do that? Is that illegal even? They, they did it. <laughs> it was bizarre to me. It was just one of those. It was funny because, of course, my buddy Rod uh, lives in Florida, so his phone rang off the hook. What oh, people sure. tr- trying to get tickets. Right, so his girlfriend Serena's like, "Yep, we can get you tickets. There's going to be a huge service charge. Might as well make money off of it." But at the same time, well, if I'm in Florida, if I'm a Florida resident, an American, I'm buying as many tickets as I can, putting them on the secondary market in Toronto. Screw that! If I'm in Florida, I'm going on to the the Toronto Maple Leafs ticket groups and saying, "How many tickets do you want?" Well, it'll, be this much, wow. <laughs> it'll be this much American. Yeah. One thing we need to update now that we're into the second round. Oh, the is a Hughes Sports Bracket Challenge. Have I mean, you looked I, into this at all? I, so honestly, I haven't. I'm all right. Sorry. No, that's good. That's good. That's I've good. So this is going to be a reveal to you. So uh, we have a total of twelve people in the in in the league. Ooh. Um, I'm going to do it in reverse order to top. So you're gonna mention my name first. In number ninth, because oh, that's what about twelfth? I'm technically number ninth. Thank you very much. Because they're tied teams. Don't ask me questions. I'm just reading what it says. So there's not there's like there's only nine places. As of right now, yeah. Okay. So there's so in number nine, it is yeah. me with twenty three points. <laughs> I can get a total out of my bracket of twenty three points. I've maxed out my bracket. Are you seriously? You you picked every team wrong? I got one team right, and I had them <laughs> losing next round, this round. Every team I picked got eliminated. Well, you can still get points if you... If no! The one... Because I said they were going to lose. And the, the the team I got right, I said they were losing in round two. Oh, so no! no I've maxed out at 23 points. Okay, uh, so in, you maxed out at 23 points. In number eight, we have Hard to Yandle. Uh, who has 36 total points and has a max out of 111. Wow. Um, number seventh, we have Cam, who has 43 total points and a total possible points of 93. Tied for third, we have Bender, who has 46 total points and 246 total possible points. Uh, number three, we have Bros Before Ahos for a total points of 46 and also with a total possible points of 246. Uh, still tied for third, we have P. Golden with 46 total points, 221 total possible points. The last person tied for third, we have Waggy 18 uh, with a total of 46 points and a possible of 271. Second points, second, we have DJ at 53 points with a total maximum of 153 points. And yes, based off the reaction of the old man, number one place, the old man. With 63 points, so a 10-point lead on everyone, and a total possible amount of 363. <coughs> but to put that in perspective, you have all my points in the first round, and I can't get any more points. So what happens if you win? That's well, okay. I gotta catch I my breath. For people who aren't watching, I just did a happy dance around my office. I don't think I, I would call it more of like half of a lap until you realize that you're running and you're old and you can't run anymore. If I win, 
I am never going to let you live this down. <laughs> well, I mean, I've already come in last. There's not a person who can come below me. It's fine. I, I'm okay with this. It's, it is what it is. We're moving on with life. So you remember what I told you, right? No, hundred percent. Should I tell people what I did? Yeah, I think you should. I think you should. So I tried picking my, my teams and I tried picking the bracket myself. Nothing was working for me that day. I couldn't make it work. So they had a little button there that said, I think it said random pick, random picks. It's like a, like a quick pick or something on 649. So I hit that and it worked. So I said, screw it. I'm in. And now he has, I let the computer pick for me. Is that cheating? He has the the most points. He has the most possible points. (laughs) And I'm never living this down. You guys have I went to through. Understand. The reason this is so funny is because I suck at these things. <laughs> well, I literally big, not, suck at these. Well, you things. suck because you don't you don't care to do the research. If you cared, I, I if you cared to do the research, I think you'd be okay at it. You just choose not to. Yeah, exactly. Oh, also, sorry, I got two. I got two teams correct. That's how I have 23 points. Yep. I got Toronto and I got Dallas, and I had them both losing in the next round. Stupid thing. Oh, my goodness. Hey, you know what the last thing we have to talk about is? What's that? Monday, May 8th. That's oh. right. This Monday. He told totally We're going to be live. We're going to be live right here. 5 o'clock Mountain. That's 4 p.m. Pacific time. And we're going to be watching, along with you beautiful human beings, to have all our hopes and dreams crushed by Gary Bettman and Bill Daly. Because What's our we're going to be picking 11th. 3.6%. What is it? 3.6. I keep saying it. I see it in my head. I'm manifesting it. I'm putting it out to the universe with the number, the winner of the number one pick. How does he say it? He doesn't say it that way. He always says it the same way. Well, we'll know pretty early on if we're, if we've moved up. Well, because he's starting reverse order. Well, yeah, because otherwise you'd, you'd spoil it. So you start at 16. And work your way down. So you go 16, 15, 14, 13, 12, 11. If we're not at 11, we've moved up. Okay. That's how many spots we've So then up. we start getting excited. If if we're, we're number 11, we move on with our lives. Can we, we, can we end up in 16th? Can we no. go back the, again? The, the furthest we can go back is, I believe, three spots. Okay. I'm still going to say it. We're going to get to that number three and we're good. Jake and I are going to be freaking losing our freaking mind. And no, we're gonna... Gary Bettman says, and the number one pick goes to the Vancouver Canucks. So he's, uh, and Jake's going to cry. He's the perpetual optimist. I am. Um, if you want someone, people here to be complaining about how it's rigged and that Columbus or Chicago, um, is gonna is gonna get the pick. Can always come listen to me. I'll be here for you on May eighth when he's when he's all grumpy. The old man then his, his optimistic illusions are destroyed. Um, I'll be here. I'll be I'll be a shoulder for everyone to cry on because I am expecting to pick thirteenth. It's Vancouver Canucks lock. I always have Kleenex for you, Jake. I, no, 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 you're going to need the Kleenex because I've already determined that if we pick 13th, I'm okay with it. We did this to ourselves. We did this to ourselves We're and mediocre. we have no one else to blame. We're mediocre. 
We're not even mediocre. Mediocre will be making the playoffs once every 15 years. We did. Before we go down that tangent, before we go down that tangent, where we got into the playoffs because of a COVID virus and the need to finish a season. We are the Hugh Sports Podcast, folks. Join us. Join us every, every Thursday. single Thursday. Well, you can join us Monday, and then we'll be for sure next Thursday, maybe? Or do we start our Mondays for football season on this Monday? We'll Looks determine like that. We have no idea. I'm looking at him, Looks and like I'm pushing it, and a, lot of the t- and a lot of the time when I'm doing that, I'm teasing something. This is something that just occurred in my brain right now. Yeah. Um, what, so what are you talking we'll, about? We'll just, are we going to switch? Well, we'll discuss it off air. He's not listening. I'm talking and he just goes completely blank. And then he gets, he doesn't understand why I get frustrated and riled up. It's because he doesn't listen to the words that come out of my mouth. However, you beautiful <laughs> folks, you do, you listen. So I want you to go to Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. We are HSP underscore pod. Tell people, host. Tell people about us. Uh, if you know us, just send us a text and be like, I hate that show. And I'll be like, you're welcome. Um, and folks, if you love the show, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, leave us a five-star review. Um, if you have any comments, leave them below. Do check us out here every Thursday on YouTube because I think we're pretty funny. And again, you're only getting about three quarters of the show if, you, uh, if you're watching or listening podcast. The, the YouTube, he's, the old man's making faces. He's making himself, the old man is making faces. He's making himself laugh. I don't know what's going on over there, but that is the show. Go. Good show. See you Monday. Bye. See you beautiful. Humans. 4 p.m. Pacific. Monday. Later. Later. On the channel. And remember, you heard it here first. <laughs>